When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Righto, Beastie Boys. That was so well themed for our next guest. But he's not answering, which is a real disappointment. I was very much looking forward to talking to Bharat. He's a SEN cricket commentator based in India at the moment. India, of course, taking on Australia. The news that Pat Cummins has had to return home, and we wish him well with the family, uh, a sudden family illness. Um, but what it does, it takes away their captain and potentially their best test match bowler as well so um, want to ask about how that how that will impact and why India is so hard to beat at home um, I've watched a fair bit of the India Australia test series actually and I do enjoy it I, I love their crowds over in India I love their passion I do love their passion uh, their penchant for spinning and how what did I hear I didn't see that time I think it was did they lose something like six wickets in 20 minutes, the Australians? I feel like it was something like that. Um, just cut a swathe through them, an absolute swathe. And very interested to see what uh, his predictions are for the next Test match, which can't be too far away. I'm going to have a quick little squiz, see if I can find. That one gets underway. Of course, New Zealand are playing England, but uh, Nepal are playing Scotland. There's one for you. Um, scrolling, scrolling. New Zealand, England starts Friday, 11 o'clock in the morning. Australia, India starts 1st of March, 5 o'clock. India, prohibitive favourites at $1.36. Aussie at 4.60, draw at 6.80. They don't tend to have weather interventions um, over there in India, um, but it doesn't look like the most ideal playing situations over there as well. Quite um, smoggy, foggy. Musty, I'm not sure what it all is, but um, hopefully we can get uh, Bharat Sundarasan, Sundarasan on the line shortly. I can see Sam talking, so I'm guessing they've got him on WhatsApp, but I'm not 100% sure what's going on. So I'll just keep um, keep on trucking along. Um, this, oh, he's good to go. Sam's just giving me the big thumbs up. Oh, this is great. Now, we had a fantastic intro song for our next week. Let's play it again because he's... Here it is. This will get him in the mood. Oh, I 
There he is. That's the beastie boys. And he's a big fan, Barrett Sundarasan. G'day, Barrett. <laughs> oh, thanks for that uh, afternoon, Mark. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very early in the morning here in India. Still, I mean, early by India standards anyway. Uh, but yeah, that that does get me going. Or any a, anything with uh, some fast guitar and a good rhythm. Absolutely. I'm in 100% agreement with you. Um, we're in the midst of a, well, it was a much-anticipated uh, India hosting Australia series. Are the Indian press and the Indian public a little bit disappointed with what Australia's thrown at you? Um, disappointed, yes, but I think more surprised, Mark. Uh, uh, and so are we, to be honest. I mean, uh, we came here from Australia hope, uh, expecting this Australian team to really uh, by now, having put on quite a show or made quite an impression, uh, oh, I mean, I kept saying this is Australia's best chance in a long time to win a series. And that was based on um, just how this Australian team has gone in the last 12 or so months, I mean, at home, but also in Pakistan and Sri Lanka. Uh, and I was there in Bangalore to see them prepare uh, and, you know, have that little camp. And this looked all set. And then Nagpur happens, and I've seen that happen before. Visiting teams coming to India and just uh, getting a reality check on a pitch that turns a little more than uh, they expect or or they expect the pitch to turn a lot more than what it actually does. But then uh, to kind of run the game for large periods uh, the way they did in Delhi and then for <laughs> that shocking collapse in 70 or so minutes, uh, yeah, people are, people are shocked. I mean, even speaking to some of the Indian players, to be honest, uh, they expected this series to, at this point, uh, you know, at least not if not the scoreline, but at least uh, it for it to have been much closer than uh, and than what it is. But yeah, two shocking collapses uh, across two second innings has uh, left Australia, yeah, looking very very bad. The, the amazing thing for me about particularly that all out for ninety one, Australia are known for their. Stickability, ability to hang around with the likes of Kawaja, Lavashane, Steve Smith, Peter Hanscom, they they can stick around and, and none of them did. It's just blew me away. Um, yeah, and uh, you say that, but like, you know, with the 91, um, and they came here talking about wanting to be proactive, wanting to dictate terms to the spinners, not letting uh, Jadeja and Ashwin settle. Uh, and then they just. I, I call it panic. I mean, they just panicked and uh, sort of went into their shell where they just let Jadeja and Ashwin bowl at them. They got stuck in the crease. Uh, they didn't show any energy in the crease. And if you do that against those two, uh, they'll just eat you up. And, and that's what happened. Uh, I'm almost more shocked with the the 113 all-out or at least the, what, 8 for 28 or uh, the, the mad collapse that happened here because... Uh, you walked into the Firosha Kotla Stadium in Delhi uh, two days back, uh, thinking, oh, Australia are on top. They were 63 runs ahead. Travis Head was batting really well. And I remember the second ball of the day, he drove Ashwin for four. He was like, okay, we're on to something here. Uh, and then there was just this manic batting uh, where Australia just came and swept at everything, all, all the batters. Even guys were not comfortable with it. And they almost felt like, if you don't get to a total or uh, get to a score within the next half an hour or so, this game's over. And, yeah, I mean, India just had them right then and there. Uh, and it's not that Ashwin and Jadeja had to do anything special. Yeah, there were a couple of good deliveries, of course, but um, Australia just crumbled themselves even before they got to the pitch. And 
yeah, both collapses have been pretty surprising and shocking. And, uh, well, they have nine days uh, now or eight days to mull over it before we head to indoor for the third test. Pat Cummins, it's been announced he's flown home from the tour. Uh, thoughts are he's going to rejoin. I'm not sure if it's in time for the next test. If it's not, how big a loss is Pat Cummins to the Australian setup in, in a pretty crucial moment? Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, thoughts and prayers with the Cummins family. I mean, there's a serious illness we hear in the family, and that's what he's gone to deal with. And he was aware of it even while playing. So, I mean, who knows how much of an impact that had on him mm. uh, while while the game was on. Uh, and, no, from all reports, he's supposed to get come back. Uh, the third test isn't before March 1st, so that's still uh, seven or eight days away. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't, if he, if, you know, for some reason he isn't able to come back, uh, before then, uh, it would be a huge loss uh, because he uh, has led not just from the front, as the cliche goes, but he's uh, literally been, uh, uh, he's changed the way Australia play test cricket, I believe, uh, as a fast bowling captain. He's uh, won so many games for them from positions where uh, maybe other teams might not be able to. I saw him do that in Pakistan last year and in Sri Lanka. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, he would be personally very disappointed as well with how this. Uh, uh, series has gone. Uh, uh, but I, I think, uh, look, it's um, to do with batting for sure. I mean, none of their batters have really put their hand up and made a really big score, uh, which is what you need to do to even threaten India, forget win here. Uh, but the bowling as well, uh, it's been good. I mean, they've had some positives in Todd Murphy and Matthew Kuhneman and Nathan Lyon uh, bowling as well as he ever has here. But the the strength of India, the, the, the middle order, Rashwin and Axel Patel batting at 8 and 9, They've just constantly taken the game away. I wanted to ask you about why it's so hard to win in India, but your conditions uh, just suit your team. So the part B of that question was going to be, uh, but uh, who's who's India's big rival in Test cricket? Who, who's the ones the fans like to see them play and beat the most? Oh, it, it is Australia. Uh, I mean, I know the India-Pakistan rivalry gets... Uh, talked up a lot, uh, but because they don't play each other uh, too often in bilaterals, and hey, look, they haven't played each other in a test match since 2007. So, mm. uh, I mean, there's, uh, it, it's it's as a rivalry, you know, it, it's exciting when they play in the World Cup, but it's not the same. It, it is Australia, and the reason for that is Australia are uh, uh, one team who have come and uh, rarely just folded, right? Like a lot of teams, including England. Yes, England won a test match here two years ago. Uh, but they folded so often uh, that, you know, it, it's not the same. But with Australia, look, they, I think a lot of Indians uh, right now grew up at a time, including myself and Australia, uh, were indomitable, right? So that 2001 series when India came from behind that famous Lakshman Dravid partnership, uh, that changed the whole makeup of this India-Australia rivalry. And now that India have gone there to Australia and beaten them, uh, twice uh, has just kind of and there's been so much animosity as well. I mean, this has been the friendliest India Australia series by far. I know it's actually annoyed a lot of former Australian cricketers back home, uh, but uh, you know, in 2017 when Australia came here, they were all at each other's throats. Virat Kohli was saying, "I don't have any friends at the Australian camp," but now it's all smiles. He's friendly with everyone. Uh, I mean, while he's waiting for his DRS call, he's standing with the Australian team, not with his batting partner. <laughs> so uh, things have really changed in that sense. Uh, but still, I mean, the Indians just take a special joy in, in beating Australia because for so long they were the underdogs uh, whenever they played Australia.
Joined by uh, Barat Sundarason. I hope I've got your name right, Barat. Uh, I do my best. Um, I was lucky enough a few years ago to sit and spend an hour with uh, Sonny Gaviscar at a rained out game in Napier and he'd come out to New Zealand and brought his wife and he said it's just so nice to be able to walk around the streets, go to a cafe, you don't get bombarded. Can you try and explain to our New Zealand listeners what normal run-of-the-mill life is like or isn't like for someone like Virat Kohli (laughs) in and around the streets of India? Um, I actually give you a very a live example of that. Um, so this test match finishes at around like 2 p.m. Uh, two days ago. Uh, and then, uh, uh, so it's a Sunday. And as we, we finished our work, you know, wrapped up our SEN work. And as we as we were leaving, uh, we see like two cars uh, just like drive past us. One has uh, Rahul Ravid and Rohit Sharma in it. The other one has Virat Kohli and Ravindra Jadeja in it. Uh, and to just like you know, run of the mill cars, like you said. Uh, so we saw them, uh, a couple of them noticed us as well. As soon as those cars left, we got into a, a taxi as well. And we were right behind them. And literally the traffic just stopped. Like So they had to have a security guard kind of tag along with the car so that at the red light, he could like show away people who were trying to like run up to the car and uh, try to just knock on the window and try to get Virat Kohli's attention. So it's... <laughs> Uh, it's an unreal life. I mean, they live in such a, I mean, we talk about bubbles in the last three, four years since COVID came along. I mean, but their life is in a bubble. It's, it's pretty um, surreal what uh, they have to go through uh, on a daily basis. I mean, they have, they they can't go anywhere. They can't go to the supermarket. They can't go to watch a movie. If they want to go watch a movie, they have to call the movie theater in advance. And so that everybody else is cleared out. They have special entrances to go there. Uh, so yeah, I mean they can't breathe without someone taking a picture of them breathing. <laughs> so it, it is quite it is quite crazy uh, to be honest, and which is why they like Sunil Gavaskar told you they love going to countries like New Zealand and Australia where uh, at least they can briefly experience what it's like to almost be normal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's uh, it is it is quite something, and uh, it's just getting uh, more and more. At least Gavaskar back in the day. Could, uh, he was always a celebrity, but even in the 80s when he was a superstar, he had a little more freedom than what uh, these guys do. They just live on high, high, like, you know, these massive uh, sky-kissing uh, homes where their their houses are on the 40th and 50th floors uh, because that's where they are. I mean, <laughs> that's how far or cut off they are from reality in many ways. Oh, it's alarming. It's absolutely alarming, and they are absolute gods up in your part of the world, and uh, wonderful cricketers too. Hey, listen, it's been a, it's been a fantastic series so far. India going great guns, and it's been great to hear your commentaries alongside the rest of the commentary team with SEN, which we get down here in New Zealand on our SENZ app. So, Bharat, uh, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for getting up early and having a chat to us. Anytime. Thank you so much and have a nice day. Thank you. Bharat Sundarasan there, who is part of the SEN commentary team, bringing you uh, live ball-by-ball commentary of that Border Gavaskar trophy. And interesting to hear him say that their number one rival is Australia. I, th- I thought it might be. I thought it might be England, but there you go. Um, we'll take a new sport and weather. Here's Johnny Mack.